calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. What do you got there, you mate? You found the treasure? Just kill them both and take it. Zafri Electra. Your friends. M.A.S. I don't. No, no, M.A.S. I don't know them. Is your friends my captain? M.A.S. I do not know this. I do not know this, Janice. You shouldn't be here. This is a sacred place. Get out! Get out! Out of the way, Synthetic! What's this? This one has a mind. What are you? Who? Oh, get out of my... They're in her mind, they made it. We need to leave now before they... <laughs> Whoa! Oh, careful there, my friends. That thing almost fell on me. Luckily, that one went down easily. Amazing, I've left one song, and I will not fall into their silence ever again. Mate, we need to go now. Mate, can't can just no, no primary objective, no destination. We found the treasure. We found glorious treasure. Well, now, now we need to find. Home. M8, take us home. Searching, search. M8, don't, don't have a home. M8, I don't have a home either. Find one. Find us a home. M8, inputting, inputting. Objective. Find a home. Clear the path. Clear the way. Hello and welcome, everybody. <gasps> We're back. It's part Uno dos Trey. Part Trey of Z. Oh, my days. We're here and it's day three of Z Day. It's us, the backwater bastards. I'm your Dungeon Master Dick. With me today is the man, the myth, the bogey. The <laughs> you fucking bogan. Oh, yes. 
It's it's Daniel, aka <laughs> Zafre Electra. Oh, and Z himself. This, this jelly is a scared jelly, a terrified jelly, a um, a want to get out of here jelly. Mood. And joining us away from her usual body, it's mm-hmm. Taylor. That's my thing. Playing the the the, the tiny semi indestructible synth known as M Eight. <gasps> Indeed. <laughs> That's mean. Indeed, <laughs> it. And leading us on this adventure, as always, is uh, the greatest doppelganger of them all, DM Dick Dynamite. Banana. So, hey, guys, we Hello. are back. We're episode three. I mean, I think we just want to get right. Let's get into it. Like, yeah. If you know, if you need a catch up, you probably didn't listen to the last two episodes. Probably didn't. You got to listen to Z Day from the start. So go back and listen to those first two. We're just going to get into things. You got to listen to Z Day from the start. But like the start, you know, we lead in, right? Because is the start Z Day one or is the start Neapolitan ice cream? You don't know. That's the question. You don't know. If you know, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless. Z and M8 have just found the treasure, and it is some sort of magnificent crown. Can you believe that we did that? I know. We nailed it. (laughs) Well done. Mm. Unfortunately, they've been closely followed by M8's former pirate captain, flanked closely by five floating red Atola Medusa, singing a song unlike any Z has heard before. Mm -hmm. This is very unfair. Nope. We're outnumbered. That this... That this could happen to us. Before there's even sort of any opportunity for them to even really decide what to do, the angel, the strange ancient synth that had led you here to this weird ancient synth factory, uh, attempted to attack the interlopers and was just taken down by a psychic blast from the Atola Medusa. The five of them in concert, easily able to just tear those strange digital brainwaves out of her head, and she has just collapsed, seemingly deactivated, dead on the ground. Uh I hope those words seemingly mean something later on, because that is shit. Well, heck. (laughs) And uh, so we we rejoin our heroes, having decided that uh, the better part of valor is discretion. We're running. And that the better part of discretion (laughs) is just getting yourself Mm -hmm. home. And if you don't have a home, then you just got to run. In a, in a random direction till you're fine. Yep. That sounds good. Sounds good. And so with M8, just getting down, like, I'm thinking, like, football defender styles. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, linebackering <laughs> yes. it? You know that there's, like, a little tech moment. There's, like, a... <laughs> like, when a truck, like... Guess who doesn't know about trucks? <laughs> <laughs> they, they transform. Yeah, that, what? first Roll of all out. that. First of all that. But like, you know how it does like a bit, bit, oh, bit, hydraulics? Bit, and then maybe that. Maybe that's what I'm trying to do. But that's like that's like a city moment. That's like a low rider. Maybe this is like a low rider moment. Low rider. Mm. She goes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that mm-hmm. we're getting ready to clear the way, and like we've talked about clearing the way, but what is it really? Well, that's what is it really? Ping, 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 ping. You seen that bullet from Super Mario? <laughs> yes, <laughs> love it. That you imagine a skateboarder holding onto a taxi uh, and just yeah. pitch, hitching a ride. That is that. Z right now. Oh, I like I that. I've got the tracks on free wheel mode, and I am holding on. Ching, take it out again. <laughs> we are going for this ride. MM8, get us out of here. We cannot be around. They have taken down the angel, and they are coming for us. For us. Let's 
M8, clear the way. And so, running in a random direction, but not directly towards the enemy. Indeed. It does mean going deeper into the caverns. What? Which is exactly the direction you must start running. Are you kidding oh, me, man? Convenient. All right. <laughs> Railroading. <laughs> choo choo. <laughs> Come on, ride the train. I can, I can only assume. I can only assume that you wanted <laughs> to go to chapter three. <laughs> I can only assume if you're not charging straight through the enemy, you're, you're running deeper into the. Do you want to press A or not? Yeah. Would you like to go this way that you have chosen, or this way? Plot. <laughs> or, or did you mean you're going to clear the way through the enemy? Because that's no, no, no. Nope. Let's, do, let's, do, let's do your way. No, nope. also a fun choice. We're gonna nope. We're gonna. We're nope. going straight into yeah, nah. going, yeah, nah. going straight nah, into yeah. your plot, Kevin. <laughs> we will. We will bullet straight through something safe, right? Yeah. Right, Dick. I wonder. Right, Dick? I wonder what he's been working on that could be filling this plot cave. What's he building in there? <laughs> we have a right to know. <laughs> So as M8 begins just clearing the way, smashing clutter out of the NPCs park and flying in every direction that are unused throughout the Orbital Refuse story. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my last one. <laughs> dragging, dragging uh, Zafre Electra Z, dragging Z. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep calling. I'm Z. hearing music from that movie Oliver and Company right now. <laughs> dragging Z behind, sort of like wheeling and sort of bumping about. Remember, you're at quite low gravity, so Z sort of whoops, quite far off the ground oh. every time. Oh. Z is getting hits a bump. air. Z is getting air on these ollies. I don't mind as long as we get out of here. And yeah, the the only really way is basically at the back of this cavern. It's a big door, but it is kind of filled with debris, which. M8 just has to haul out of the way, charging yes. through. Yes. M8, once once reaching a suitable amount of speed, is able to just barge through these things, just send them off to the side, and Z is carried through the generally safe path. Meanwhile, behind you, the pirate captain takes aim with a blaster rifle and fires. No, baby. Oh, what's that mean? Can't be doing that. That means a oh, hit, unless no! you guys are. Are you kidding? Unless what? you guys are. Able to do anything about um, it. Well, like, well, hold on. I couldn't be doing a um, telepathy because we're already running. Wait. Oh, wait, let me think. Maybe for a actually second. I could have done a telepathy because I could have seen that they were um, following. So I'm going to do a quick telepathy, try and shield ourselves while this. Uh, I mean, because you're not really doing yeah. anything. Like, you. Yeah, you're free to defend, like, while M8 clears the way. That's that's the beauty of having an do M8. Do I see so. that they're attacking us? That he's taking aim? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like, he's picking up his rifle, aiming okay. at, taking a shot. Right, I will do a telepathy to try and make him miss, I guess. <laughs> this is like yelling right when someone golfs. Yeah, basically. Is that fair, or do you want me to, maybe I could grab a rock? No, okay. I feel yeah, like nah. that's a thing. Nah, do it. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. That's Z, Z could be doing oh, shit like this no, all the time. Oh no, it's only a 12. Doesn't beat as 15. Okay. It's too bad that you can't use M8 like a Pringles can to get a better Wi-Fi signal. Okay, here's the thing. While M8 is going, M8 is kind of like motor humming the legacy code. That's cute. And it's creating a and it's creating an advantage roll. <laughs> I'm afraid it's not. Well, it is. Dick's though. like Dicky. Dick is like but, uh, I'm glad that you guys remember Dick, your one trick, called, which is asking for advantage. It's called collaborative storytelling, and it is. <laughs> <laughs> and your failures really do help. 
the story. But we don't fail Great. in well, this moment we... because collaborative storytelling says that we read. <laughs> I have the, a question, uh... though. If I took the shot, would it be better because I'm strong? Yeah, 100% yes. You can use my body for this. Well, I was using telepathy. I wasn't using a shot. No, we are going to get shot, baby. Oh. Like M8. M8 is a tank. <laughs> like M8 should be the one taking the damage. M8 is going to take some hits, I guess, if I can. So the, the pirate captain, it's all happening in slow motion, is like taking aim, readying to pull the trigger. Z coming in to try and just throw that aim off, fires a telekinetic blast. But the captain sort of shrugs that off, aiming in and pulls the trigger. M M A, they're firing! Slow mo scene. <laughs> Zafri, Electra. If M8 rip Z round to the front and like take the blast, I think that's a strength roll. We're gonna be uh Zafri Electra! Brace! Brace the spin mode! What is spin mode? <laughs> <laughs> 16 oh, 16 M8 M8 Lifts Z right off the ground Spins about There's some R2D2 yes. pre- presenting, presenting their back Hugging full on bodyguard mode Around over Z's fishbowl I'm bowl, Mariah And takes the shot I will always love you Taking Five points of damage. Oh, Mariah! We're lucky it's M8 that took that because uh, Z would not have survived it. Okay, so I was at 15 and I'm at 10 now. Okay. Yeah, M8's a tanky, tanky sort. Damn. Let's go. Let's go, baby. M8, M8, you're hurt. M8, they hurt you. Nah, nah, yeah, nah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, nah. Zafri, Electra, we are unique. We. Serve no man. We clear the path. MAMH, you are doing a brilliant job of clearing the path, but while you do that, I'm going to fix that hole. And I'll get straight to <laughs> try, try and do some, some, like, some on-the-go fucking engineering. engineering to try and, like, heal that, like, patch up that hole. Buff that out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's right, the bomb, so as, as MA sort of, like, resumes running, and now yeah, the captain is, like, you know, taking that shot, cursing, having, like, lost all this ground, you guys sprinting away, puff and chase after... The jelly is hovering, moving towards you through the air, each one of them in their own little sphere of water, inexorable, just coming closer and closer. Not at any great speed, but not significantly slower than you're running. I I changed my my idea. I'm I'm sorry, mate. That patch is going to have to hold one moment. And I am going to blast out another telepathy wave to try and uh, keep us hidden, I guess try and mask actually no it would just be they'd still see us um just an attack then blast their song or try and identify which one of them you want to take out i've got two energy left i want to use one of them to just cause a ruckus amongst them uh with telepathy bring the ruckus bring the motherfucking it's a 21 it's a 16 plus 5 i'm just going to um just just yell out your song will not interrupt here we will not be taken in by you 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 will not sing freely here I've rolled yes. to defend against that, and I've only rolled a 12. Oh. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. It's so these five night. jellies, visually, it's just five of them in a row. Just oh, that's terrifying. Around. And they all look pretty similar as far as M.A. is concerned. Z can see that they're all, like, completely different looking. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 
Wow. Hey. Every every Atolla Medusa looks significantly different to the last mm-hmm. one. M8 has only got so many, like, 64-bit, baby, yeah. you know? Maybe but, um, 16-bit. <laughs> <laughs> more than that, Z, Z sees with more than just eyes. In fact, doesn't Z doesn't really see with eyes at all. So Z can see the, the interconnecting between them, the song. And he fully understands how this works because Too he grew scary. up in it. Yeah. And although he grew up in like a massive a million strong song, the five of them still have this tight link and there's strands going from them, which is where their powers come from. You can see that legitimately only one of them is actually telekinetic and they're all utilizing the song to fly like that. So just breaking the song is enough to really throw a spanner in the works for them. And as Z shoots in before they're even anticipating it. They haven't really had to deal with other Atolla Medusas before, as far as you can see. They they attempt to defend, but they're not ready. I don't think you're and ready this for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> <laughs> four, We're not. four of them just flop onto the ground. The water awes that they're floating and just like, <laughs> turning into puddles. <gasps> as their connection to the song is severed in an what? instant. And four Atola Medusas flop onto the ground, letting out horrified yells of surprise as the one who's left with their telekinetic powers intact is staring you down. As you dare break the song. Oh my. But it's definitely slowed them down as Zeke and Sense, the song reforging, those jellies awkwardly dirty, covered in just grime and mud floating themselves Ew. up reforging dirty water bubbles which are much smaller than they were before it's half the water oh, soaked into the ground that's worse than a wound to be fair as they hoist themselves up into the air as you guys go round this is stage two of the boss fight god damn as you guys go through the door and round the corner out of sight of the, your pursuers M8. M8. Yeah, yeah. Zafri Electra. I I may have made them angrier. I was... I was was scared. M8, I was... Look. uh, How how fast can we go? Because they're they're, they're they're coming back. And, uh... Nah, you want a rocket? M8, I cannot go back to that song. Or any song, song, or anything that would call themselves a chorus, or a harmony, mm-hmm. or any type. Yeah, nah. It just. Yeah, nah. I cannot. Uh, and and while I do that, you know, kind of like the overly invested um, hairdresser that, that get, you know that is 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 talking too much and is uh, sharing too much of their own lives <laughs> while they do it. I'm uh, just trying to take out all my anxiety by patching up the last of this this hole. <laughs> <laughs> what type of? Why don't give me a cheeky little engineering role engineering. Uh, on the side? It's like not that. something. It's just a just a di- it's yeah, just, it's a, just D20 a D20 for me because I don't have any kind of skill in it. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> just there? a two. Fail. He's a meat doctor. Mm. He's a meat doctor. So you know? Z is sort of like tinkering away, trying to fix M8, but instead he's just engraved him. Is just really <laughs> cosmetic fixes, just like bang a thing on there. It's like it's not doing anything for the armor. It's certainly not doing anything for the workings. But that's me out of energy. I've used all my energies uh, this round until it comes back round to Z. Well, we're, we're kind of we're kind of out of round oh, okay. because we're, we're not we're not in a fight anymore. You guys are out of line of sight. They're chasing. They're licking their wounds. 
But as you come around this, this corner through this door and you, you're in what seems to be like a kind of partially naturally carved hallway, partially carved hallway, but it seems to be following some sort of natural structure oh. as it curves around. And the, every now and then the sort of the cave opens up into these big, almost spherical openings and it's quite dark. You're now relying on your own light sources. Just race around this corner, getting deeper into this catacomb, whatever it is. Zafri, Electra. M- M8. M8 is not clearing the way anymore. M8, I, I... The way is clear. No, we are... This is a path. We are not safe, M8. We cannot be safe while they're on our back. Back. M8, we need... This is a straight. This is a straight. Well, well... We need to keep going. M8, I... Did you, did you see what they did to the angel back there? But... But M8... How? How? They... They are like me. They alone... Not much. But they together... There's... They sing in a way that amplifies everything around them and they with just five of them, took down that angel. Scramblers. Emma, we are just two. There is no way we can beat them. We need to run. We we need to get off this rock to the other side of the galaxy if we have have to. We need to go. We can't hide from this. As Z is laying all this out, he begins to feel a little bit of a tickle at the corners of his mind uh-uh. Uh-uh. as the telepathy is coming in hard and fast i've only rolled a nine so it's like a sharp attack that doesn't quite penetrate <laughs> penetrate the mind doesn't doesn't penetrate z's natural <laughs> defenses but he can feel <laughs> the unity of these five um, jellies mates they are trying to find us right now as we stand, stand here mates they're coming coming we need to go i don't know how to fight it. Fight it. it. Wait! Zafrae Electra, plug in to M8. Like you did to Gloria. You have a cord. I s- M8 saw it. M- M- yes. M8 saw it. Plug in. M8 can scramble too. I, I warn you, this is terrifying. And I will, uh, I will plug into M8 and uh, share the telepathy that I'm feeling from the red jellies. And as far as M8 is concerned, it is, I guess, like a digital representation of this layering, moving in sensation of, of the song. As far as Z's concerned, it really is like coming from behind, like coming in behind. But M8 gets more of like a top-down visualization, like a little computer game, like here's the thing, here's you kind of thing. It's a little bit disconnected to a being that doesn't have a brain brain. So M8 can identify it almost like like a coded message. Yeah, it comes across just purely academic. There's no feeling behind it and there's no sense of self within it. The song. Basically, the, the way M8 sees the song is very detached. It's not in the same frightening way that Z feels it coming onto his self. Like... Like M8 can just observe it almost from like a, an exterior position. Mm. Zafri Electra. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. 
M.A.C. it. It's just a virus. A tiny virus. M.A.C. it, yeah, nah. The, this, uh, song. A virus. M.A.C.'s the song. Well, how do we get away from this bloody virus song, then? It might make a bigger virus. <laughs> oh, I like Love that a lot. It. Yeah, nah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is meant. Did say M8 make a bigger virus? Well, how so long do you need M8? Because they are coming. Right now. And it's just like a hum at first. It's that sort of peep, 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 peep. That familiar beeps and baps, the little, the, the digital code, that psychic static version that Z can interpret through his telepathy of the legacy code. The angel gave us the virus. We give it back. We are unique. We are built from the same, but we are not the same. We serve no masters. Over and over and oh. over. Just the reaffirmation of that that basic synth principle that M8, somewhere along the line, lost sight of becoming an indentured servant, essentially. An object on the ship that was, you know, just derised and treated as though they didn't really matter, as though their, uh, their needs weren't particularly important, and certainly that they were not some sort of individual with their own own desires, but that that part of M8 is still there in the background because M8 is a perfect recreation of the originator. M8 is a synth. And having had that woken up, there's you know, maybe a little, little bit of a fire and it's enough that it, it is this sort of the slowly building thing. Yes! So when it gets plugged into Z, Z can feel it. And Z Z's can feel the, the juice. Z can feel the, the enthusiasm behind it. And although Z doesn't feel it the way a synth would, much like how M8 views the song academically from an outside perspective, Z, again, feels this code as an outsider and has to apply some context to it. Z has to be like, I know what this means. Every time I hear this, every time it repeats, every time it loops, every time M8 reaffirms it, M8 is <gasps> telling me and telling themselves yes! that we are individuals and we serve no master and we are, we are fine that way. And it is actually the anti-song. It is yes! the opposite of what the jellies do. And as fuck, such, fuck. Z is somewhat steeled against these attempts that come in this, this unified way. As you flee down this dark corridor, you can hear just the lone footsteps of the captain sort of like running along and swearing and cursing and tripping the dark behind you. And you can't hear a, a single thing from the five jellies, but you can still feel that encroaching song. And because of the link that you've made through Z's little hacking cord, M8 can visualize as well the, the proximity of these jellies and they are hovering along at a speed where they will not quite catch you so as you're whipping around corners you can feel them whipping around the corner behind you and you never quite catch sight of them as M8 clears the path sort of knocking debris out of the way oh. until all of a sudden you sort of burst out into an area that is lit once again and have to stop very suddenly as the path drops at a sheer oh, face, no. there's like a cliff in front of you and you're opened up into a big <laughs> open cavern. Me? 
and above you, there are cracks in the earth and light is shining through from outside. And you can see this, this, this big cavern, it drops down far. It drops down in this dark. You can't even see how far it drops down. But there is a ledge that goes around to the left, off into the darkness that looks like it might go around to the other side of this chasm. How much of a drop is it towards there? How much of a jump are we talking? There's not really a jump, more of a, like a sort of a sneak to it. Like you've kind of either, either you've got to jump like a few meters or you've just got to sort of like edge along the side of the wall really slowly and carefully. Two meters, okay. Animates, do you feel them coming? Emate, yeah, yeah, nah, I feel it. Emate, we, we cannot do anything against them. them. It's going to slow them down. Emate, don't slow down. Well then, Emate, where do we go? I'm not seeing a whole lot of options here. Yeah, nah, let's leap. What do you you mean, leap? Where are we going to leap to? Emate, what? Straight ahead. Okay, let's let's get a dexterity roll just for curiosity's sake from uh, oh, M8. That's cute. Uh oh. That's cool that you would would bring that up. <laughs> dexterity. <They're> fun. <gasps> Ooh, it's a not a fact. <laughs> That's very middling. <laughs> well, you know what? We weren't it wasn't gonna be pretty. This is not, you know. So there was the thin, <laughs> the thin, dangerous ledge off to the left, which you could have snuck along. Yeah, but we again, that would have that would have slowed you down to the point where the jellies would have come into the room behind you. So, leap of faith it is. And with with a with a Doctor Z still in tow, M8 gets a little bit of a run up and just leaps forward into the darkness. The glow of Doctor Z sort of illuminating only like a few meters ahead of you, so you don't really see much as you. Brace for the spin maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> Dead so as M8 takes this leap, immediate few meters around you, illuminated by the bioluminescent glow from Dr. Z, you leap off and just hover in the darkness. And because it's a very low gravity area, you'd fly through the air a little slower than normal, although. <laughs> Again, M8 is very dense and heavy, so you're, yeah. s- you're still plummeting a little bit. As like the, the cliff face behind you sort of plummets. The bastards love holes, okay? You can't you can't keep us away from a hole. <laughs> you can't. I mean, can't I wasn't going to say it, but this feels, like a, this feels like a Taylor MO. Look, I'm <laughs> saying if we had a video game and if a player ever saw a hole, got to jump in. Better go they, in there. You got to Alice in Wonderland it. You got to figure it out. Nine times out of ten, there's like an extra life There's down an extra that adventure hole. down that hole. Or a death that you'll find. Isn't death the ultimate adventure? (laughs) So as you leap and you're falling and you get the vainly lit walls around you, the ledge vanishing from up above, you're falling down, but you're only falling for one second before landing heavily on the two solid, dense feet of M8. You land and stop and sway as as, as Dr. Z is just spun around and put down in front. And as you look down, you see that you are now standing on a not a very big stone pillar. There is a stone pillar jutting up from the ground far below. And if you look back, you can see the lights 
the red light from those five jellies approaching out into this open space up above you on that oh, no. But you've landed down on a stone pillar. There's only a couple meters around. The chances of you landing on this thing kind of small. Um, I immediately uh, do a telepathy to try and uh, shield our mind, uh, my mind at least. All right, give me a give me a telepathy roll. Oh, it's only a seven. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! It's not the chase continues. As they come out into there, looking around, and you hear the pirate captain. Where they gone? They just vanished. Quiet, you fool. Let us look for them. I'm going to roll telepathy. <gasps> oh, shit. I'm wetting me decks. <laughs> my deck's wet. <laughs> and not the good but kind. I've only Thanks. rolled an eight. Wow. Oh. The As Z can feel. Z can feel that scanning presence of the telepathy of the song of the five red jellies but it's mainly passing above you as though they couldn't have imagined that yeah if you'd leapt down you're dead they can't see anything down there you guys certainly couldn't see anything down there it's just kind of slying over your head as they're searching about and you see the glow getting brighter as the jellies float up to the edge of the cliff and you can see silhouetted in the red glow the pirate with their rifle aiming about looking nervous you can see the pirate starts edging their way along yeah, the um, along the ledge that you guys <laughs> avoided, just narrowly and definitely kicking stones down as they clatter down past you, as the jellies hover about up there. And as while all this is happening, the two of you are keeping quite quiet. And you hear another noise, not from up above where they oh, are, no. but from below. You hear. A kind of small, no. spindly metal legs just tapping their way up the sides of the cliff. And as you're here in this darkness and you're listening a little closer, it sounds like there are multiple figures oh, fuck. climbing up the wall from beneath. Fuck, 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 fuck. Hey, mate. mate. Hey, mate, do you hear that? Zafri Electra. Uh, yeah, yeah, nah, 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 yeah, yeah, that you. Hey, that is not, that is not me. Did see. MH. I'm just gonna like lean over the pillar and look down. Says you. Do I need to roll a perception? The pillar. Yeah, give me, give me a perception to see how well you can see anything because you're in the yeah. dark. <clears throat> My club. Four. Fuck. A four. Come on. So you look down and you can can't really see much of anything you can see like bits of dust and dirt falling down from above where that where the pirate captain is cursing and just edging fearfully along the ledge around up above you the jellies are sort of floating and almost storming back and forth as they're uh, searching for you with their minds every now and then one just juts out right over the edge hovers about there and then back out to safety and all the while that that quiet up the walls you can hear getting closer and closer. I can't see it, but can you see it? See it? See what? Do you, do you hear it? Ah, searching, searching. M8. Amplify. I'm gonna have a look as well. Alright. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we can perceive. <laughs> 
That voice is such 90s RPG, you know. <laughs> Stay a while. Stay a while and glisten. Tay, Tay is rolling nice. 16 there. Yeah, Very good. I'm seeing it, so, uh, I just want I... you guys to remember I amplified before I looked, right? This is just like on CSI. Zoom in. Zoom in. <laughs> so as M8 peeks over the Sharp. edge of the pillar that you're standing on, they can see these forms. What? And there are dozens of them dozens? crawling up the cliff face in front of you. They're not they not crawling the pillars when you, when you look down. There doesn't seem to be anything coming out the pillar, but they're crawling up the cliff face towards the jellies and the captain. And as they come up to your own level, even no. Z can see them no. now. And they are strange, almost insectoid synths. What? They're, they're made, they have like sort of, you know, these needle-like, metal arms and legs but their bodies again much like the angel have petrified wood and rocks and just bits of organic matter and and scavenged goods and they are slowly very quietly climbing up the walls towards your enemies and you're saying that I see it now as well you can see them now as well as they come up to your own height Zafre Electra have you ever seen anything like this? More friends. Do you think they're friends? Yeah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah nah. Yeah. <laughs> it is meat. So many. Here they come. Not coming here. And then that, I think you are correct. correct. So I'm thinking if they're going up, and they're trying to like silently approach the uh, pirate and the five jellies, then maybe we create a distraction and help them. I mean, that's brave. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. 
go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. They are friends. Zafrey Electra. Look at them. Like the angel. They know the code. Well, what I'm about to suggest might be the stupidest thing I've ever done, and I did try to run away from the song. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking we. Well. Maybe we put your laser light on and we draw attention to the jellies and to the pirate captain that we're here and we give your friends a chance to have a little surprise moment. Nah, yeah, 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 nah, nah. The la- laser, M8 can do the laser. M8 oh. laser, M- M8 la- laser, laser now, now, M8 laser. Right. Yeah. I'll pull out my own little laser with the new arm, the M8 arm. Double laser. All right. Are you ready? You know what? What? They say a laser is stronger if you cross them. You know, you know what? I've never heard that. We could try it. They say it. They, they say, say it. it. They say it. Who's they? They say it. Oh, right. Okay. Well. Searching. It made us searching. But uh, it is, they say. No reception. Okay. <laughs> no reception. Um, someone said, I'm sure. Not enough bars. Not, not enough bars, I mate. I will unleash the energy sword and cross blades with, uh, or cross streams with M8's laser. As suddenly just a light show erupts in the, the middle, spot, suddenly illuminating. <laughs> illuminating the Here's pillar. Here's your fucking treasure, you kids. Here's your fucking treasure, your teenies. <laughs> As suddenly the, the jellies rush up to the edge, looking straight down at you, the captain kicking some more stones down as he's getting his rifle in order and swaying it around. There they are. Ah. Yeah, there we are. Right. You're Lasers. not getting away this time as the pirate yeah, lifts up the rifle, lining up the shot, ready to shoot just dead center at the two of you and you're you're not very you can't do a lot of dodging here on this pillar as he is lining up this shot right at the (laughs) right at the right at the the screaming lunatics down below that the strange synth strike one of them just coming over the ledge and hurling the captain down below what he pulls out his rifle but he is on this, this tiny little thin edge ledge so as soon as his feet are taking out front of him he's like what, what? he's palpatined right there in front of us and just falls down Fuck. vanishing into the darkness the uh, the jellies for their part are launching straight into action as they back away from the edge of the cliff right as another five of these synths just come hurling over the edge lunging at them one of the jellies immediately is sort of struck in the water and you can see like a telekinetic shield sort of holding up there's sparks flying as this needle like leg is just striking at the bubble meanwhile Zeke and Sense 
once again, like these telepathic attacks as one of the synths coming over the edge is immediately shut down again, much like the angel was, and just plummets and vanishes down below as well. But the jellies are being overwhelmed as they keep coming over the edges. And you can see the, the one jelly heck. who's sort of holding back the, the brunt of the attacks with uh, the telepathic forces. You can see the bubble is slowly being penetrated. Wow. And as the other jellies just back off suddenly, that one jelly is swarmed under, and you can't really see much more as the bubble oh. is penetrated. Oh, and one of those spikes, bit, those spikes goes right in through the middle, and the song oh, in an instant wow. is diminished by one voice. Wow. And the red light fades as the jellies flee back out of the corridor as you see hordes of these synths coming over the edges and chasing. Safari. Friends. Friends. Here. The code. I believe you have a lot of friends here. Nah, mate. Us. Dead set. <laughs> Holy Zafari Electra. In M8. Lasers. Friends. Lasers. You had six people to deal with, now you've only got four. Wow. We're getting there. We're getting there. One by one. That was epic. That was, whoa. We're getting okay. help. <laughs> so Z feels a wave of relief that the song has dissipated. <laughs> a wampus. <laughs> but. <laughs> that was. That was not. <laughs> that was but, something. Um, anyway. But that sight was terrifying. And so Zafre doesn't sheath the energy blade. Zafre holds out M8's strong arm that has been built and holds the energy blade and keeps it ignited while watching to see what happens next. So this, the, the, what seemed like hordes of synths sort of <laughs> pouring up up over the cliff it sort of ends almost as quickly as it began you realise there wasn't that many of them it was maybe 20 or so oh, that's not enough with two so 10 times that's enough but, spider needles yeah. for me you hear the curses and screams of the jellies as they're floating away and the red fades down the path and around the corner till it's almost completely gone you just hear the of the synths giving chase and then that even that noise sort of fades away and the two of you are left standing on this pillar in the dark. Okay, I immediately wave the blade around, looking over the edge of the pillar, being like, Where did they go? Inmate! Inmate, did they just... Okay, where are they coming from next? Where's the next attack? Scanning! Scanning! They're gone. What do you mean they're gone, Inmate? They can't just be gone. We were just surrounded by all sides, and we had enemies above us, enemies below us, we had friends around us, apparently, and they're just gone? They're gone. As you do sort of wave the glow of your energy blade over the edge, you can see the wall opposite that those synths climbed isn't a completely smooth sheer face. In fact, it looks as though they were climbing with little handholds. What? Almost like ladders that have been carved up these walls. And although they had like you know, these, these pointy little pincery things, it seemed like they actually weren't just climbing the walls with their own uh, synthetic anatomy, but they were actually climbing up these, these ladder-like steps and handholds chopped into the walls. 
But as you look down the pillar, you can see similar handholds going down the face of it, down below. They, they, they're gone. They're gone, mate. I do not think that anyone has gone just yet until we're off this rock. M8 think we should be gone too. Look there. The way down. Like them. Dan, Dan there. Hover the energy blade over this ladder type area. Sheath it. Animate, I agree. Let's get off this rock. To look at it, it's, it's clearly something that Z cannot navigate. Z cool. has one limb and tank treads. Like, Z can't climb down this ladder. But M8, on the other hand, you know, like little, little dense little digits, can probably quite easily hang into these holes and just ding, 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 down ding. the side. Maybe not quite as swiftly as the weird needle spider synths, but it looks doable. Is the gravity situation similar in here as it was out there? Yes. You're still on the same rock. So like the gravity is it's still okay. very low. You can fall from quite a high distance and not get completely flattened. Z is in a bad way. Like Z might not survive any sort of fall whatsoever, but uh, M8 could probably... Okay, cool, cool, cool. Take quite okay, a fall yes, with this gravity. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> M8 is going to turn on Dr. Z. M8, continue scan. Full readout. Scan, scan, readout. Zafre Electra. Damage. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nah, yes, it's nah. a <laughs> demo. No, no, it's not what? good. We have to get down. Not you. Not you. Not like this. M8. Pack away. What? Just for now. Pack away. What do you mean, M8? What, what, what's your plans here? M8 is gonna get the rope and just start, like, going around. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. This is a very mechanical situation, just going this around. This is what Boy Scouts like was for. And... <laughs> I'm gonna rope Zafre. Oh my god, there's to myself. There's a rule 34 out there somewhere of Dr. Z, like uh, in a hibiki, well, yeah. just fucking like, oh, I can't be answered. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, whatever. I, I said hibiki, I don't know what it's called, but you know, like tied up, like, oh. This is that, like, arm. Yeah, yeah like, oh, no. gonna... I'm so, I'm oh, so helpless. No. A uh, Takate Kote, I believe. Uh. <laughs> he's only got one arm, yeah, though. Like, so oh, my uh... God, my one strong arm. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's like some, that is some, like, absolute Bob's Burgers bullshit. Yeah. Like, I've only got one arm, like, crisscrossed, but I, I can't get out. That's some teen yeah, shit. exactly. I'm trapped. Oh, no, I'm trapped, have your way with but... me. <laughs> So we kind of we've got like a, a strapped onto the back gunner situation. This is a lot like a bottle rocket. This is how you would carry a baby. Oh, it feels like yeah, you know, like kind of like tandem skydiving as well. People do this with babies all the time. They they swaddle them. Okay, so Z lashed onto M8's back. Classic bottle rocket. Bottle rocket. For a rap, baby. Rap, 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 rap. So we just go like rap, 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 tuck, tuck. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. M8 hey, can carry it. Heavy lifter. <laughs> That's it. I mean, Z is balloony in this gravity, luckily. It's quite easy to carry. And I want to climb down. All right. See how that goes. So, it might come over the edge and get into those footholes and 
Luckily, in the super low gravity, Z doesn't really upset the balance. Come down. And you can see that. <laughs> These hand and foot holes, they are, they're well positioned. Once you've found a few of them, you realize that they have been spaced out in really even increments. It becomes quite predictable how to climb down. But just hanging on to this sheer cliff face does start becoming a matter of endurance. Oh, no. Go down the meters into the dark. Until up above, you can no longer even see any sort of signs of the, of the light that comes in from above. Okay. And still, you're climbing down, just illuminated by the, the bioluminescence of Z and his energy blade. What we need is a durability check to make sure you can actually hang on. Wow. All the way down. <laughs> Fair dinkum. Hmm. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous as I'm well. Nervous. Come on, don't drop me. Because you know what? <laughs> you know what would really wow. suck? If I fell backwards and smashed it, <laughs> yeah, death. that would suck. <laughs> well, we know that can't that possibly happen. That couldn't possibly happen. Z, Z exists in the future, so uh, so don't roll that. Nice. Uh, oh, not today. I mean, this is something that M8 is actually pretty good at. M8, if nothing else, is durable. And so yeah, it baby. takes you. It takes you a few minutes. It takes you like a good while of just constantly climbing down this ladder as you're descending down deeper into the uh, the depths of this rock that you're on. That's fine. But eventually, M8 hits solid ground, and you realize you have reached the bottom. What? And as you turn about and take a step away from the pillar, off the side, there's the the other ladders all around the strange curved cliff. Those other little synths climbed up to attack the jellies but you can also see just a very very faint light a fluorescent blue that just on and off of wavers just around to the far end away from the path you came wow oh. uh hey <laughs> Could I be let down now, please? Zafri, Electra, brace for spin maneuver. Oh no, no. Oh no. We're kind of spinning yeah, topping this. Bobbin, Bobbin, that's the most efficient way to unwind a string. <laughs> Bobbin style. I might need a, a durability oh, check from Z kidding. just to see if he's getting dizzy. From Z. From Z. From Z. I mean, M8 is a synth. M8 can spin around for days and never durability. get dizzy or nauseous oh, or anything. That's negative. That's beautiful. Yeah, durability. Oh, no. Are you going to throw, throw up? up? I might throw up. Oh, my. We've got an 11. I throwed up. We're all right. I throwed up a little bit. Says so he's just burning, and Z is getting hurled about inside the fishbowl, hanging on like, oh, and then until finally, gajink, drops onto the ground. It's the last bits of rope you have to kick your way out of because once it loosened to a certain point, you just sort of fell Damn. apart. And it's just a little dizzy, a little bit disoriented. Z is unlashed from M8's back. Yeah, nah, 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 yeah. Uh, M8 collect. The, the cord. Collect the cord. Oh, the cord. Yeah, Wind the cord. I think for future times, M8, we need to maybe have an easier way, way of getting off one's back because. Oh, that... Yeah, yeah, that's going on. 
That could have ended badly, mate. Nah, yeah. Like a smash. Hey, mate, I'm going to see if I can fix that uh, that uh, hole you've got. One moment. <laughs> Still off. can't do it. Two. A dang. Another two. Still, yeah, it's the same two. two again. So again, Z's Z's just sort of like moving around the patches at this point. Oh, yeah, <laughs> mate, I am sorry. I, I, I cannot oh. seem to understand this. Ah, so you'd be right. M8 feels great, but Zafra, Electra, the light. Right. right. Well, this gear is over and done with, M8. We need to get out of here, we need to get out of here quickly, and I would rather go towards this blue light than that red one. Did it? No, M8, back there. The, uh... You know, how did you know to trust them? Zafri. Friends. Yeah, but they didn't say anything, they didn't do anything, they just simply walked past. How did you know? They did. They know the code. You can't hear the code. See, this is the thing. Those red jellies knew the song, but 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 I couldn't automatically trust them. That nah, they nah, were. Nah. Code is not a song. Not like that. Song is bad. Sounds bad. Nah, yeah. Nah. Code. It's code. It worked out this time, and I'm glad it did. But uh, uh it is it, it that you? Well. Heck, I guess you did with it here as well. Very trusting, M.A. mate. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so as you slink your way down, you see that the blue light is coming from what is essentially a corridor, and it is actually carved a perfectly square exit out of this chamber. And suddenly you're, you're sort of moving down a squared off, cleaned out. There's no debris in the way this way towards this pulsing blue light and you quickly discover as you walk down this this long slightly curved but squared off path that the blue light is actually just coming from a a light this little blue light inside a metal cage affixed to the side of the wall and once you reach that light you see a further blue light up ahead of you as they are spaced out along this passageway well, I guess we're just doing a game of uh, follow the light at this point. So you do. You follow the light down this corridor and it, you know, it takes a little while. There's a few minutes where you're walking and walking and you realize that you, at this point, you may very well find your way. You can't tell which direction you're heading, but there's inclines. Sometimes you're going up, sometimes you're going down. You're not sure whether you've gone more up than down, but you're going quite far away from this, this initial factory that got you into these tunnels. And then, in addition to the blue lights on the walls, you start seeing white, a really clean, unwavering white light ahead. And eventually that white light becomes a sliver of a doorway on the left-hand side of the path up ahead. And as it gets bigger and brighter, and you can see the walls now, the walls are just these flat, carved-out chunks of stone, that same sort of greeny-gray and, and rusty-red swirls that, that make up wow. the celestial body. And you see there's an open doorway up ahead. It looks as though the corridor just ends, and there's just a doorway on your left. But the door is open a crack, and there is a 
bright white light coming through it. I feel like I should do a quick telepathy to see how we're doing I mean, yeah. around here. <laughs> M8 doesn't really understand how it this works. This is 21. M8's just like, Zafri put a cord to see. Good idea, mate. I will. So Z reaches out telepathically. You're now, you're so far away that you can't tell what's going on with those other synths and the jellies. But down here, through the door, you do sense just one mind. And again, it is a strange digital <coughs> static brainwaves. I immediately translate it. Hey, mate, one for you. So once again, when M8 catches this, it sounds like what thinking feels like. Be because it's being patched through Z's, uh, Z's interpretation of it, it doesn't come through as any sort of usable code. It just feels or sounds the way that thinking feels. Like there is another one of these synths with the brain waves up ahead. Brain synth. Okay. And still not um, feeling comfortable with the whole situation yet. I will walk through the door first, but again, have the energy blade drawn. Walking through. So as you open the door the rest of the way and step out, you're greeted by a Whoa. big, wide-open space. It's it's a room, almost like a like a big, giant warehouse. But there is light everywhere, and just different colored lights. And you can see that this place is full of the same little discs, the uh, the holographic projectors that you saw back at the angel's cabin. And it's just carnage and chaos, as you can see. Yeah, in one corner there's a there's a great digital grandfather clock, in the other there's like what? neon lights that's sort of like moving about, rotating in the in the air around you. There's, there's 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 furniture, there's there's items, there's toys, there's like little animated things moving about. There's just so much color, and you realize that what seemed like a pure white light was actually just the mix of this crazy Whoa. vibrancy all around. And as you sort of start Every adjusting color. to what you can see, this. This 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 colourful neon playground. You start seeing like little little things that aren't holograms. This little sort of carved out spaces like benches and chairs just made out of rock and rubble and bits of bits of trash. And you can see that dozens of these little spaces have been carved out amongst this this strange holographic playland. Presumably little seats and, and, and living spots for all the synths that you saw clamber up the walls before. Yeah, yeah mate. Yeah, mate, do you understand anything that's happening in here? Oh, it's, uh, this is naughty. It is, this is, this is everything all at once. M8 walks into the room with, like, arms out, just looking around. As you step in, you are spotting all these little inclinations and and spaces for little synths to hide out. And as you get in and start stepping through the holograms and finding your way through the chaos, there are little bits of wall, like dividers, and you can see that this warehouse is at least partially divided off into smaller spaces, but it is mostly quite wide open. And those little dividers, they don't go all the way up to the, the height of the cavernous ceilings. And in fact, you could, you could probably, with a little bit of a jump and a hoist, you could look over them. So they're not really, 
doesn't look like these synths have proper privacy. That's not really what they're about. They're living together in this, this weird playland together. As you start finding your way through the holograms, you can see that almost what could be described as the shrine-like thing towards the center of the room, the holograms stop being as chaotic and you can see there's a lot more pure white things. Things like a neon chef's hat. There's a, a, like a white, almost porcelain park bench. There's flickers every now and then. And building towards the center, the holograms sort of getting taller until eventually they sort of snake up and you can see in the middle of the room, built up into almost a pillar, like a, like a carved Greek pillar, but made up of, there's the head of a horse. There's the, the back end of a car. There's, there's little moving things, little white chickens sort of dancing about. It is just everyday objects stacked up, forming Whoa. this pillar in the middle of the room. And it's comprised purely of, of light, of, of holographic imagery. And as such, you could step into the center of it and see what's contained within. I feel like M8 is just rolling towards it. I reach out towards M8 as I see M8 roll into it, being like, M8, what, wait, what, wait, wait. And then just follow M8 into it. So as you walk through this light, this just this pure white light filling your eyes and all your, your sensory organs and, uh, and digital input devices as you step through the wall of hologram. And once you get inside, you're standing inside a, a hollow and it's similar to the outside. It's made up of all these other pieces. And inside there, you can finally just see the, the, the plain stone ground and a roughly hewn, just a boulder of the same swirling rock that this place is made of in the middle of this hollow. Only a few meters around, but enough room for the two of you to stand inside there. And on that boulder in the center is sitting a very archaic looking, hacked off, synthetic head. Shock faces all around, basically. Sorry. I know. I'm just, I'm just sitting here with Imagine my mouth open. Imagine the audio like, version I... of mouth open. Mouth open noise. <laughs> okay, first of all, this is so... Oh, I'm like I'm walking through the room. I am walking through the room myself. I'm walking. I try to keep room. up with M8, trying to pull the shoulder. And... and it's so beautiful. It's so like I don't know what the word is, but it's just like it's so charming. That sounds like a really patronizing word for this, but <laughs> I think charming. It's like feels so good. charming yeah, like... how they've made this place. They and that's what we know about synths, right? Like we know that they value their you know art and oh their shit territory. i'm starting to figure out where z got his collections from yeah we know they value that stuff we know that they value fighting to protect their their agency and we know that they value making art and we know that they value their their space and this is all of that stuff at yeah. once right like this is their space in their image with their art and and they are passionate about protecting it and we saw that we saw the spider needle people come out and they did that and now we're in here and like the chickens the chickens mm -hmm. the chickens man <laughs> 
the chickens. It's just like I'm trying to hold it together. <laughs> it's so beautiful. This is like a pure yeah. thing. This is their space. We're and we're in it, and they let us come in here, which is big. And now here's this head. It's a head sitting on a funny little rough altar. Like when, once you're inside, you know the grand light. You remember, like, this planet doesn't have a lot of resources. The synths that were made here aren't even all made of metal. Well, as Z wheels in behind uh, M8, seeing the chicken, seeing the car turn into a horse, turn into a bust of some statue, seeing them all merge together, the energy blade slowly slips back into its sheath, and, and just as looking at everything, looking at how organized and, and how chaotic and how everything's here all at once, but nothing is. It looks like chaos at a first glance, but then you start realizing that there are, and each person has their own little space that's been carved out and their own flavor. And then the central thing with them just stacked all the white stuff into this, this great celebration, this big pillar that's just containing this one severed synthetic head of sitting on a block. M8, what, what is this massive collection? M8, never seen anything like this, mate. I also have never never seen anything like this. The systems, the collections, art, a space. It doesn't seem to dead in any direction. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting we're in danger. Animate. We are still. We are still in danger. Still must. We must leave. We must get out of here. Danger. How? Yeah, nah. Ain't danger. The 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 jellies. But in here, nah. Why, they can. This is the space. They let us in. I'm going to do another telepathy now, uh, then, and kind of focus towards the head. Yes. Oh, it's only an 11. It's not good. But as you reach out, you very quickly surmise that the brainwaves you have been reading have indeed been coming from this severed head. Although it's there's no light in the eyes, it's not moving, it's not doing anything, still those brainwaves are there. This idle... I'm reading something. Pass it over. Do you understand any of this? So as far as M8 is concerned, it's much the same as before. It's... It's like a synth's thinking except translated into brainwaves translated back into sounds that have been sent to M8 so as such it's Guinness it's not code it's not the way M8's brain works but it sounds like the way M8's brain works is there anything like discernible to pull from it not at all discernible to pull from it you you can't get any useful information out of it as far as you're aware are there any ports or connective inputs on the head so the head doesn't have any uh like straight up ports that you can see but there are some loose wires hanging out the neck 
I'm gonna connect to one. Oh, let's have a, let's have a I love roll. the idea. Do it. Oh, it's a 12. Yes. So M8 comes in, I guess, pulling out a, a cable, opening up a thing and a little, little rollout cable, popping off the end of it, getting out some of the wires, mixing them together and sort of like getting them to join up with those wires sticking out of the strange archaic synth, synth head, synth skull. And then almost hot wiring it with their own power source. This looking up to this um, this synth head to sort of get in there and have a look at it. M8 immediately does discover there's a protocol like a firewall basically preventing M8 from just getting straight into the synthetic brain, as would be the case with trying to interface with any other synth. Doesn't feel like anything particularly different to interfacing with other synths. But before M8 even has a chance to decide what to do with that, the eyes flicker on on the skull on the bench in front of you. Lighting up, an expression sort of forming on this kind of elongated, it's almost close to being a human-shaped oh, head. Wow. This, this synthetic. They mad? They mad? The two eyes lighting up. And you hear these jittering, stuttering noises coming from the, um, the voice modulator. Oh. Oh. I'm still here. Who are you? M8. Mark. Two. But what? There's less of my name. Oh wow, this, this is still making you. M8 is the only one. What? Apologies, I... mean <laughs> you, M8. I mean... I mean the old model. The old brain. My... My first children. I'm sorry, this is a big thing to hit you with, but I'm... I'm... I'm the originator. Holy shit! What? Oh, yeah! The originator! Shit, Dickie! We were in the episode. What a that fucking adventure you've taken us oh on God. today! Holy heck! The robot room has like ruined robot my room life. Was pretty it's intense. So I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I thought... want to live there. I feel like I've never been where we just. I know went. that was such a brilliant idea. I went somewhere my brain has never been. You know the movie Lost yes. Boys? Yeah. Okay. Imagine like their their hideout. But they're robots, yeah. and they've got like these like projectors I mean, it's and stuff. Brilliant! Yeah. It's brilliant. I love it. 
That's kind of my. Um, but I felt it. My, I felt it also, Taylor. It was my really go-to. good. I was dying. I was because like, they are. Yeah, they are lost boys, sort of. Oh. Maybe. Oh my god. They're living their fucking They're best lives. Just trying to make the Dicky, that was a brilliant uh, episode. Enjoyed all of the places you took us. You took us from horizontal to deep down underground to horizontal again and to to uh, heaven landscapes. It was incredible. Um, was there anything you didn't get to touch on? Was there something that you enjoyed the most? How did you feel the episode went? I I, I had a great time with it. I I wasn't sure like what you guys were going to do. Once I like I thought okay, I'm going to put an obstacle in front of you. And interestingly, the pillar was always there. I was going to have like a series of pillars you guys could jump along potentially. Oh. The the timings of the story and stuff didn't work out in that way. Oh, no. Dang. But I, I was basically, I, was, I wanted to either have you guys like sort of find some pillars you could jump along, which would have sort of happened if you'd followed the ledge around. Okay. Uh, uh, the ledge. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was there. It was. But like, I wanted to sort of have, yeah, you know, like ramp up the intensity by having all these synths start coming up the walls. But because you guys ended up like hiding in this pillar in the middle, it completely changed the, the narrative of that. It's like, okay, well, those synths are still going to come. Like, I, yeah, I got them primed and ready. You know, they're, they are, they're the next part of this. So I guess yeah. they're going to attack your enemies now. That like, was cinematic is, as fuck. That was, so, that was cool. so cool. That was so cool. That was so cool. Mm. That was such a moment. God. Rather there than there so being some sort of direct this. confrontation between you and them, because they're like, no. Nah, Go for the guy with the gun. Go for the fucking this weird, scary, floaty things that have deactivated some of us with yeah. their minds. Like, and so, did you expect the uh, captain, this character that has been built up, to go out that quickly? Oh, not not even close. Like once I put him on the ledge, and once I brought the things up the wall, I was like, I've I've killed him. I've killed the captain. He's like dead man walking, yeah. you know? Because no matter what, he's on this thin little ledge in the middle of trying to take a shot. Like he's. And what about the angel? We started off our cold open with uh, the angel being attacked. How was that? Did you, did you expect to open up an episode with angel dying, or was um, was? I mean, that was a that was a much more like I, I just realized, like especially in the cold open, like we need to we've we've had the jellies show up. We don't know anything about them. We need to establish them as wow. a threat. So threat you know. established. Threat level definitely established there. And given like the whole thing, you know, with the jellies is mostly about telepathy. I could have them kill Z, but you know, Z's got to stay alive. He's he's uh, he's in a flashback right Sadly, now. Sadly, yes. <laughs> they 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 can't they can't telepathize their mate. But for these weird Mark II synths with their brainwaves, they're susceptible to telepathy, and they've got no real sort of defense system against it because they've never come mm. across it. Girl. Well, I love it. I love that in first episode we had like Z is fresh out of it. So Z is still kind of aggressive and did a thing. And then in episode two, uh, Z sees through M8 that shit can be different and that you can be like uh, your own leader. And then in episode three, what we've just recorded, Z starts to see that um, Z is scared and is fleeing and has to like rely on M8 to do stuff. And then we'll see what happens in episode four. But we also ended like with this whole like sort of seeing like what carving out a space for yourself looks like, what finding finding your places. Well, my goodness! Oh, Thank you, guys. We uh, made it to the end of the episode. Thank you to the listeners yes. for listening yeah. to the end of the episode and for listening to us at all. Because I mean, 
uh, it blows my mind that we got listeners and we 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 got a constantly growing listening base. Oh, help we've us, got to expand the song. Help us invade more ears. Five stars on iTunes. <laughs> yes, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please. Even if you need to carve it into the stone of the pavement outside of your mother's house. That is an acceptable <laughs> solution. <laughs> and uh, if, uh, you know, if, if you just uh, sold a bunch of stuff on Craigslist. You got to too much cash. dodgy guy and he gave you a bunch of cash and you just got all this cash and you're like holding this big water cash. And you're like, I got too much cash. You could always... I guess you'd have to take that cash and put it in the bank first or maybe like, and then you've got a digital, then you can like, uh, you, or you could like send it to PayPal and then you could, then you could go to Patreon. Patreon. And you could become a patron of us and uh, help keep us on the air. I mean, or not, it's completely free. You can listen to this keep all you the want. Cash. But if you're a patron, you can, you can listen to some extra yes. stuff too. We got another podcast where we just, we just, uh, we just chew the fat. It's us hanging out before and after episodes. Yeah, we call it Sidearm. You can listen to that for the price of a fancy we'll fruit each sidearm. month. You can get access to that. And also to Raloran. It's where we cut our teeth on this whole podcasting game. Yeah. Where we did a, uh, a fantasy campaign with Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. We done played D&D. And, uh, yeah. you know. It was with uh, DM Dick's uh, homebrew rules and story. Nothing. Of course, nothing the buzzers do is... Uh, is is uh what's it called um from a kit set from a kit set yeah from a kit bash like we, we still make it our own and that is what Ralloran was uh so you can listen to baron debauch hakes masath blaznak and cedric the clerical clerk Heimbrew. adventure through Ralloran on the patreon was, and it's very much the you can you can find the genesis of a lot of things that are going in the the modern incarnation yeah, of the backward I mean, bastards back in those back in those uh Ancient that was definitely tomes. where I created Cleo in Backwater Bystanders. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, a bunch of you already are patrons, and I to you lot, I've just got to say thanks, and uh, also that I'm not going to sing a song today because it's it's midnight, and I, I I've been waking up my neighbors. I get a bit into it, and uh, it's getting quite long. It's getting long it's, because so many of you, which is amazing, though. So I guess what I'm saying is, uh, Doctor Z has come in and he has broken the song. Oh, we've broken the song. <laughs> I, I'm, but I, I am sorry uh, for any patrons that uh, that look forward to that song each week. But I, uh, I'm done with it. I got <laughs> stop. We are getting in trouble with the law. So instead, I'm just going to say a heartfelt thanks yeah. to all of you. You, uh, you legitimately are helping us stay on the airwaves. It and, means uh, the world to us. Uh, the three of us, uh, little idiots who who started this show uh, a long time ago, and we we still continue it. It it means the world to to be able to stay on the airwaves uh, with with your help and with your support and with your your air holes listening to our silly stories. We love you. So uh, I guess uh, with all that said and done, all that's really left to say is uh, bye. Bye. And the outro. Tune in next time for another edge of your seat adventure in space with the backwater bastards. If you enjoy listening, but also have eyes, 
check out our Instagram, where we post drawings, illustrations, character art from our adventures. Backwater underscore bastards. Check out our Instagram on Instagram. Oh, what? Um, well, we've just got the last dregs of all the bottles left now, so uh, what did uh, what did old mate call it? Um, ten top. I guess we'll just all Tita. share this last ten top. Oh, but really, we're just gonna start putting everything together and then... just pass it around. Oh, we don't really have much choice now. Look, I'm gonna pour them all. Oh, it doesn't look so bad. Let's give it a little. Oh, that's. You're gonna have to give this a go. I don't know about this. It's this must be the best oh. drink I've ever tasted. Oh, that is. Uh... I didn't expect. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not sour, it's not sweet, but it's, uh... It's, like, kind of sweaty. It feels oily, but, uh... Ugh. It's like walking through a cloud of noxious gas. Come on, come gas. on, mate. It's like, let's just enjoy it. This well, might be the last drink we ever take. Cheers. Cheers to that.